Welcome to the Door to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Emily Green, and I'm a psychic medium. This podcast is a place where I take you through the door to spirit. We talk about all things esoteric, spiritual awakening, psychic abilities, developing intuition, signs from the spirit world, and I may even throw in the odd reading or two. So sit back, take a nice deep breath, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Door to Spirit podcast. This is episode four. And yes, it is just me again. (laughs) I hope you guys aren't getting sick of just me yet. Um, I have some exciting news, though. I will be having some really amazing guests. I'll be starting interviews next week. Um, I think you guys will be very excited about next week's guest. She is a fellow medium, and she's also an animal communicator. So my guest next week is going to be answering all of your questions about communicating with our pets, um, how that works, how can we communicate with them, what messages do they have for us, all of that kind of beautiful stuff. So any questions that you have about animal communication, connecting with your living pets, your pets that have passed over, let me know. Send me some messages and I will make sure that I will ask our guest next week about um, those topics. So that's, yeah, we've got lots of really amazing interviews coming up. I will be interviewing my friend Nadia in a couple weeks um, and she is going to talk to us all about the subconscious mind, subconscious reprogramming. Um, Nadia is a Psych K practitioner, so I'm so excited to have her on. And I've got some other amazing guests in the pipeline as well. So interviews will be starting really soon. Um, And if there's anyone that you know about or that you would love for me to interview on the podcast and... um, yeah, you, you know that you think that they'd be interested in doing so, send their information my way. I would love to um, have a chat with them and set up a podcast interview with them. So, um, or even if you yourself would love to be on the podcast um, and you have your, whatever it is that you do, if you think that, um, that you'd be a good fit for the podcast, send me a message and I would love to chat more about having you on. All right. So before we get started into today's episode, I have another Q&A because you guys are so curious and you always have so many questions and um, my Instagram inbox to my DMs are always filled with so many questions from all of you. And I can't always answer them all um, because I sometimes I have sort of the same questions that are asked multiple times. So I just save the questions, I write them down and I answer them on, I'm going to answer them on today's podcast. But before we get into that, I have a couple of announcements of things that I have going on coming up in the next couple of months or so. Um, September, October, November, December, the next four months are going to be really busy for me. I have a lot of different things going on um, and there will be more announcements to come as things sort of start to firm up. Um, But I have a couple of announcements. So as I talked about on a previous episode, I do online healing messages from Spirit Event, which uh, Spirit Events, which is an online group mediumship reading, um, hosted on Zoom, um, and I do these every every kind of every couple months or so. But I had a lot of questions from you um, guys who are on the other side of the world because I usually do them kind of later in the evening in Eastern Standard Time Zone. 
And there was a couple of you who are in previous time zones, uh, sorry, other time zones, um, who wanted to be a part of it, but it would have been too late for you. So I have opened up availability. I have uh, created another event on Saturday, October 26th. Um, and this will be at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So this kind of works out to being, um, you know, like 7, 8 p.m. in the UK, things like that. So if that's something that you have been interested in, you've been really wanting to come to one of my events, but the time frame has not, not worked for you so far, um, I think this one should work a little better. So um, if you have any questions about that, you can send me a message. Um, and the link to find that is in my Instagram bio. And I will also link that in the show notes, uh, in the show notes today of today's episode. The second thing is I actually have an online virtual workshop with a great friend of mine, Andrea DiLorenzi, who's a Kundalini yoga teacher. Uh, we are doing an intuitive decision-making virtual workshop next September, Tuesday, September 10th at 7 p.m. EST. Um, this is going to be a really amazing um, workshop. We, Andrea and I have taught about this actually quite extensively, you know, how we get confused when we're making decisions. We can't find the clarity that we need. We get lost and confused and we kind of get caught up in the opinions of other people or other people's experiences. And we really just get connected from our truth and our own kind of sovereign um, intuitive clarity. And this workshop is kind of all about tips and tricks and tools and techniques that you can use to really come back to your sovereignty and clarity when making a decision, whether that's just a small sort of everyday decision or a larger scale decision. Um, we really have a lot of fun with this workshop. If you're not able to make it live to that workshop next Tuesday, uh, there will be a replay option where you can actually still purchase a ticket and then you will have the replay sent out to you after 24 hours after the workshop is over. So if you're interested in that as well, I will also link that in the show notes. The next thing that I have going on um, is I will actually be a panelist at my great friend Stephanie Non Elizabeth's um, live podcast interview event on Saturday, September 21st. Um, that is in Toronto uh, at a place called Make Lemonade Co. And that is downtown Toronto for those of you who are local to that area. And I will also link that in the show notes as well. So if you're interested in coming out for a day of connection and intuition and just really open, authentic, vulnerable conversations with some amazing, amazing panelists, um, you can check out sort of who is on the panel um, and who will be having conversations. There's some amazing women there who have some amazing things to talk about. So that's another thing that I have going on if you're interested in an in-person event. And then the last thing is I will also be hosting a next level, the next level magic retreat with that same wonderful friend, Stephanie Don Elizabeth from November 8th to the 10th in Prince Edward County, Ontario, Canada. So this is for anyone, if you're local to the area, or if you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm ready to kind of take the leap and fly here, um, then we also have an option for those who are flying in. So I will also link all of that information in the show notes for today. Okay, I think that's it in terms of updates and things that I have going on. As I said, it's gonna be a really busy and beautiful and amazing um, next couple of months. So I'm really excited to keep you guys posted on you know, all of those things that are happening and more things to come in the new year as well. Okay. So let's get to today's Q&A episode. So um, I have some questions here that you guys were asking over on Instagram stories. I did a little uh, question box and you guys posted some wonderful questions in there. And then I've also included some questions here that I get a lot. So questions that um, 
kind of pop into my space quite a bit. And sometimes I'll just say, you know, um, I'll answer this on the podcast and I'll let you know when it's up so you can get kind of my full answer because um, a lot of the questions you guys, um, you know, come that I might have, I've heard the question a couple times and I'm like, okay, I've answered that a couple times. And then I'll just do it sort of on a, a larger scale so that everybody can have uh, access to Kind of the answer to that question because a lot of them are fantastic fantastic questions and you know probably things that other people are thinking as well okay so let's get into that so the first question i have and i had a good laugh at this one um so the first question i had uh, says please tell us five random facts about you that have nothing to do with mediumship which I, you know, thought that was really cool um, because I am so big on just creating a, you know, getting to know you guys and you getting to know me on a really deep personal level. So this is such a great question. So, um, okay, so five facts about me. Okay, this is always tough because I'm like, you know, I, I definitely live and breathe uh, my work and I'm so passionate about my work, but I definitely do have a life outside of it. And there are, you know, things that I do that have nothing to do with mediumship. So um, I guess one random fact that is kind of interesting is I love to read and it was kind of boring, um, but I love to read. I've always been a really avid reader. Um, I have read so far this year since the start of 2019, I've read 48 books which I'm pretty proud of. Um, and most of these are, are nonfiction. I, I definitely love historical fiction. I love um, anything based on a true story. I love to read um, people's memoirs. I think memoirs are absolutely wonderful and beautiful. And I just, I'm just so interested in other people's um, stories. I think that that is so uh, cool. And, you know, again, not trying to redirect it to mediumship, but knowing more and expanding my kind of reference surrounding historical fiction or, um, you know, other people's stories and their personal experiences also helps expand my frame of reference um, and things that I've kind of seen and heard and experienced so that when, if that comes up in a reading in the future, then I know kind of what that's about or what that piece of information is. So again, not, has nothing to do with mediumship, but I really do love to read. That's one of my favorite things to do in my free time when I'm not um, working or giving readings. Um, another random fact about me is I am very deathly afraid of heights. <laughs> so I can talk to ghosts all day long. I can talk to spirit all day long. Get me, you know, like show me uh, someone bungee jumping or skydiving on TV. Instant nausea. I feel sick. I feel dizzy. I have a headache. I can't do it, which also means that I don't like roller coasters. I'm not a fan of amusement parks. I'm making myself sound really interesting and exciting right now. Like I like to read historical fiction and also I don't like roller coasters. Um, no, I actually am. I, I can be fun. Um, so, so yeah. So I don't love heights. It's just not my thing. Um, I, you know, I have other things that I'm not scared of that a lot of people are scared of, but I just can't do it. I can't do the heights thing. Anyone else? with me on this. Um, if you also have a fear of heights, let me know. It'll make me feel a little bit better about it. Um, okay. Another random fact about me, I have actually a science background, which a lot of people are always surprised to hear. Um, I am very interested kind of in the way things work. Um, you know, so I do think that science and spirit can kind of coexist together. Um, and I actually, in a previous life before I kind of, um, you know, started doing the work that I'm doing and transitioned fully into this work. Um, I actually worked in the medical field. I worked in optometry. So um, that's, that's another random fact about me. Um, 
another one, let me see. I'm okay. Another one. When I was a kid, yeah, when I was younger, I was super obsessed with um, all things to do with acting. I actually wanted to be, when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress. Um, wanted to be on TV. I loved musical theater. I actually acted in quite a few plays growing up. Um, the Sound of Music, um, all of these kinds of things. So I love to act. I love to play a role and um, I love to get into character. I'm also, um, if I do say so myself, quite good at impressions. So um, that's another thing I'm, I, I can mimic people and their sort of tones of voice and accents and things like that quite well. Um, so I like to, I, I, I did, I always like to kind of perform and be in front of a crowd and, you know, um, I never really had uh, stage fright in that way. Um, so it was just like, I was taking on the role of a character and it was really easy for me to do that. So that's a, another random fact about me. Um, and last one, if I wasn't a medium, I would probably be working in the field of psychology in some way. I love psychology. Um, it was something that I was always so interested in. Um, and that's probably what I would do if I wasn't doing what I do and talking to dead people. So, um, so that are, those are five random facts about me. Thanks for asking about me. That's so nice. Okay. Um, so I had one, before I get into some other questions, I had a, a great question about, um, someone was asking about the, um, twin flame connection and a soulmate connection and how that works and, you know, um, meeting our soulmate and getting connected with them. And I, you know, I thought I was connected with them, but then we moved, you know, we, we, um, we, we couldn't be together anymore. All these kinds of things. So this is a great question. And I will actually probably do an entire podcast episode on the concept of twin flames and soulmates. Cause it is a question that I get a lot and it's, um, you know, a question that often a lot of people are curious about in readings, if they're not presently with, with a partner, they're curious just about kind of how, how that works. Um, so I will do a whole podcast episode on Twin Flames. Thanks for asking. Okay, next question says, can you understand pets, read their energy and talk to them in real time? This is a great question. And we'll probably actually get into this a little more ne on next week's episode with our animal communicator guest who's going to be coming on. Um, but to answer the question, I do have a, a pet. Um, I have a dog. His name is Rudy. And uh, my partner and I actually rescued him from Costa Rica when he was three months old. Um, he was a stray and he was abandoned on the side of the road in a um, plastic bag. So, um, and then he was rescued by a wonderful woman in Costa Rica who has actually a dog sanctuary um, there. And so, and then we got our little Rudy. So he is my pride and joy. I love him to pieces. And it's a good question, you know, in, in asking kind of if I can understand pets and kind of read their energy and talk to them in real time, because yes, I absolutely can. Um, my partner always thinks I'm crazy because I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. Or don't give him that. Or, um, you know, just be gentle with him right now. Or he, you know, he really needs to like go out or, you know, he, he needs to, he doesn't like that, the energy of that dog or, you know, don't let that person touch him because, you know, he's kind of like skeeved out by them and things like that. So it's kind of like, absolutely. And it's a very, you know, I think one of the question that a lot of people have, and our guests will talk more about this, but it's not necessarily like I'm having a conversation um, with him. It's just, we're very kind of, very kind of deeply connected to how he feels. And then I start to feel that same way. So, you know, if he starts to feel anxious and maybe he's not even presenting 
that he's, that he's feeling anxious or he's feeling nervous. And I sort of start to get anxious when I'm around him. I'm like, okay, what's up? I have to sort of see, you know, why would he be feeling anxious right now? What is sort of happening, you know, for him and his environment that's making him feel nervous or anxious? You know, is it a person that's around or um, is it just an energy that he's picking up on? Or is there a storm coming? Or, you know, is there a spirit in the room? Because that's a very real thing. Sometimes my dog will like start barking at a wall and I'm like, okay, there's someone in here and let's see if we can kind of move them out. So, you know, you can stop barking at this wall. Um, it's also really interesting because my dog loves to be around me when I'm giving readings. He's super drawn to the energy of, um, of spirit and is very intuitive. Dogs are so tuned in and so intuitive and he's very drawn to kind of being around me and being sort of in my energy as I'm giving readings. So to answer your question, yes, I can understand pets. It is in a very kind of telepathic way. It's not actually like I'm having a conversation. I'll just sort of you know, if I'm around him and if, and if, um, and if he's hungry, I'll sort of have a thought pop into my head. Oh, he's hungry. Okay. He needs something to eat, even if he just ate an hour ago. And so I'll go, you know, get him food or, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's sort of a telepathic connection and it does happen with, um, with kind of conscious intention and awareness that our pets are actually so much more intelligent than we give them credit for. Um, and the, you know, they're, they're trying to communicate with us. And the second that we sort of start to tune into them and sort of feel into, okay, what are you feeling? How are you feeling? What are you thinking? What do you need? Then they really do start communicating back with you. So um, we're going to talk more about this in next week's, next week's episode, but that was such a good question. A lot of people have questions about pets and animals and um, you know, animals in reincarnation and animals in communication and all that kind of good stuff. So we'll talk more about that. Okay, next question. Do other spirits ever wander into readings that aren't related to that person? Yes, absolutely, 100%. Um, oftentimes when you're getting a reading, you know, whether that's a mediumship reading or whatever, you are essentially seen as, you know, you're, you're there to not only get messages, but sometimes the spirit world sees you as an avenue to become a messenger for other people. So oftentimes, I mean, there usually is some sort of connection. You know, it's not necessarily just going to be a random kind of, you know, person or spirit popping in just to kind of say, hey, I have this message. It's often going to be, you know, maybe you're connected through like this is a message that's actually for your cousin's boyfriend's sister, but you have just heard that this that this sister, um, this this boyfriend's sister, her her brother has just passed, and her brother is coming through in the reading and wants you to pass this message on, even if you haven't talked to these people in quite a long time. So you can absolutely become a messenger for other people. I just had someone um, in a reading a couple weeks ago whose best friends her best friend's brother, who she had never met, came through in a reading and had some messages to pass on to his sister. So it's very common where you actually become a messenger of messages of love and healing and um, just like things that they want to pass on because they know that they have the opportunity. They essentially see, oh my God, she's connected. She's already connected to this person. So, you know, I can kind of just sneak through really quickly here pass this on to her and maybe there's a chance that she'll pass this on. So I always say, you know, when, when that happens, when kind of a spirit comes in, they wander in, or, you know, maybe we're giving a reading to another person and they sort of pop in unexpectedly, they're, they're hoping and wishing that you will, um, you know, kind of uh, reach out to the person that this message is for and pass that on to them because maybe the spirit has been trying to get through other mediums or has been trying to send this, this person signs through other things, but they just haven't been seeing them. So they're kind of seeing this as an opportunity. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's a chance that I have to pass this on, which also is going to tie into my, my next question. Uh, another question 
question that I have uh, a little bit later on about just how intelligent our loved ones are and how much they actually know and how much they can actually see from the other side. So that's a great question. Okay. Um, this is a funny one. It says, how can you tell when someone is thinking about you? I've heard you say that is your superpower. <laughs> Yes. Um, so people often get kind of like freaked out by this one. They're like, oh my God, does she know what I'm thinking? Like, you know, um, is she like in my head or is she, does she know that I was just thinking about her or, you know, um, was I thinking nice things? And, um, you know, so this is the thing it's, 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 it's more subtle than, um, than you would think it is. It's not like I am kind of sitting there in my room reading a book and all of a sudden, you know, I have a dialogue from someone else's conversation or thought about me, you know, that's kind of read verbatim to me. So it's oftentimes I'll just kind of have the image or the thought of someone, maybe I know them, maybe I don't, who kind of pops into my mind. And then I'll have sort of a feeling that goes along with it, whether that's sort of a positive, you know, thought or experience or not so positive thought or experience, which I experienced a lot when I was younger, you know, when I would be sort of in groups, sort of at school, and the people would be saying, you know, oh, come here, you know, come sit with us. You can sort of sit here, play with us or do whatever. And I was always like, oh, they don't actually really want me here. You know, they're saying, yeah, 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 come, come. And, you know, they're smiling and, and whatever, but I could kind of read the energy, read the thought of like, oh, they don't actually want me kind of here in this group. So it was a very interesting thing to navigate, especially as a young person, um, you know, kind of uh, having someone say something and think the other thing or, you know, um, not say anything at all, but kind of know what they were thinking. So, you know, that's just part of being sensitive. And I do believe that we are all incredibly energetically sensitive beings. And that is definitely not limited to our, um, our thoughts and other people's thought forms about us. Um, so, you know, often sometimes I'll just kind of uh, joke with my friends, you know, that where they will sort of, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call them or send them a message and they'll be like, oh my God, I was literally just talking about you in a conversation with so-and-so, you know, how did you know, like get out of my head sort of thing. So I believe that anyone can kind of get to that level of just sort of knowing oh, okay, this person is sort of talking about me or thinking about me, or they, you know, they really need me right now. And, and, you know, and um, maybe if, you know, I'll send them a message and they'll say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just messaged me or called me or, you know, came over to my house because I, I needed someone more than ever right now. So it can really have a, a beautiful side to it. It's not always fun, um, you know, but that's okay. And I've learned to work with it. So um, it's really just kind of, um, and I'll be talking more about this in, in the future, but it's the the information, the psychic information that's coming through my psychic senses, the clears, uh, which I talked a little bit about at the end of last week's episode. But great question. Okay. Um, so this next question says, have your own spirit babies communicated with you? This is a great question, um, and I've had this question asked a couple times before. Yes, my own spirit babies have absolutely communicated with me. It's a little bit different, um, you know, for in terms of reading for myself. I do have a connection with the souls of the, the children that I believe I will bring into this world already, um, and I have communicated with them. It is tough, you know, it is harder for, for, you know, psychics or mediums to sort of read for themselves because they have a certain level of kind of personal bias or they have a lack of objectivity in a certain way. Um, but it is definitely possible when I disconnect myself from the outcome of like, oh, they're going to be like this, or it's going to be a girl, or it's going to be a boy, and this is going to be their name. And I'm really not worrying about any of that kind of stuff. I'm just kind of really focusing on, okay, I want to know you. I want to get to know you. What do you need? How am I going to 
How, how can I serve you when you come into this world? What is your purpose? What are you here to do? How can I support you in that? That's when I can really create um, a really beautiful connection with my spirit babies, which I have. And I very much look forward to meeting them one day. So that's a great question. Okay, next question. Um, how and when did you know to pivot to mediumship from your previous work? Okay, great question. So um, when I started giving readings professionally, um, I was more giving, uh, and I still call them this, but I was giving healing sessions where I was doing kind of a blend of intuitive readings, card readings, and energy healing all in one. And what happened with that, and I've talked about this a little bit before, is I was training, um, I was in a, a mediumship training at the time when I was doing that. I wasn't officially giving mediumship readings, but I was practicing a lot and in a development circle and things like that. And um, I started to have loved ones coming through in these energy healings. And so I just started to kind of bring the messages through, you know, just sort of a little bit at first, maybe just one or two things, and then a little bit more in depth over time. And that's kind of how it all started. So it was a very natural pivot. It wasn't intentional by any means. I knew that I was training kind of uh, in mediumship development and practice and things like that, but I never knew kind of where it would go or how it would come about or um, things like that. And then the spirit world just decided I was ready and they decided to start coming through and reading. So that's kind of how it happened for me. It was a very kind of um, organic uh, pivot for me. It didn't really take much thought uh, or effort. So great question. Okay. Um, this next one I'm actually going to save for our wonderful conversation with our animal communicator next week. It says, do dogs that we have once known or had come back to us as a family member or in a new body? Um, great question. So I will save that one because I think our guests um, will be able to answer that beautifully. I have my own thoughts on that, but I'm really curious to hear her take on that for you. So we'll save that question for next week. Okay. Last couple questions here. Is the spirit world anything like the show, The Good Place? <laughs> Great question. Um, that's a really cute show. I really like that show. Um, it's one of my favorite shows to watch before bed. And it just kind of gets me out of my head. And, you know, it's a good laugh. So um, if, if you haven't seen that show, maybe just look it up so you kind of know what I'm talking about when I'm answering this question. It's called The Good Place. Okay, so yes, I mean, it's, it, here's the thing. As human beings, we want to have context for what the other side is like. We want to compare it to our sort of 3D physical human earth experience. And it's just not possible. It's not possible for us to do that. We, we, the mind wants to contextualize and make sense of and organize information in a way that sort of makes sense in a very logical kind of way. Um, you know, it wants to have context. What will it be like in the afterlife? What is it like there? You know, um, I will say that from my experience of working with the afterlife, it very much is very similar to what we're experiencing here. Although, you know, the, the, how we experience emotion is much different. There really is no negative or kind of lower spectrum emotions. I do believe, and I will be talking about this more, that there are different kind of uh, planes of existence in the spirit world in terms of where our past loved ones go, where we go when we're preparing for another incarnation and things like that. Um, but it's a nice way to think about it, you know, um, the good place, but it is still very kind of, um, you know, based on, on past sort of beliefs. And, you know, it says there's a good place and a bad place. And if you're good, then you go here. And if you're bad, then you go there. And that's just not true. That's just not how it works. That's kind of what we've been taught through various sort of religious systems, et cetera. But it's just not, it's not, that's kind of, again, it's, 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 it's a little bit Hollywood in that way. Um, but, you know, some of the things, like the, some of the things about that show, and, and I haven't watched it in a little while, but some of the things about that show are, are true. You know, we, 
we continue to learn, we continue to grow, we still go to school, we go to training, we, you know, um, we heal, we work through things, we learn kind of new lessons, we focus on what the lessons are we want to learn next time, you know, all these kinds of things. So um, it's, it's hard to kind of describe it in a way that's going to make sense to our human mind, because it's just not possible. Um, but you know, it's a fun way to kind of look at look at it. And it gives us, you know, if it's, you know, it's, it's some little parts, I would say are kind of similar in, in, in different ways. Okay, great question. And, and cute question. Okay, last question that I have here, it says, is reading online or over the phone just as effective as a face-to-face -face reading? How is it possible? This is a fantastic question, and I get this one a lot. And um, I will say that, you know, at, at, at this moment in time, I am primarily giving readings strictly online. Um, I do in-person group readings a couple times a year here and there, and I'm going to be doing more events kind of in person the next little while. But for the most part, I'm primarily based online. And that's a question that I get a lot, or people will say, oh, well, I don't really want an online reading because, you know, it's not going to work as well. Um, and it's funny because I, you know, I always kind of educate from person to person, oh, that's not really how it works. And, you know, that's just kind of the way that, that we're currently understanding it. But essentially, yes, an online reading or an over-the-phone reading is completely 100% just as effective as a face-to-face -face reading. And it's possible because if, you know, again, the mind wants to understand things and it wants to kind of contextualize things and make sense of things that just sometimes we're not able to make sense of. And really energy and connection to psychic information to our loved ones on the other side and to our spirit guides, etc. Energy transcends space and time. So it doesn't matter if you are on the other side of the world. This is how I'm able to have so many distance remote clients. I read for people in Australia, in Belgium, in Germany, in India, in Cambodia, in um, Ireland, in Scotland, um, you know, in all of these different places in South Africa, it doesn't matter. I'm still able to connect. And a lot of other mediums and sort of psychics will talk about this as well as, you know, they can give phone readings and energy transcends space and time. And a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people will kind of what we call anchor in a different way. So all I need to connect to you and to connect to your energy is technically your first name. That's what I need to connect to you and connect to your energy. And just a couple of words uh, of conversation, of voice, voice connection with you as well. Um, so, you know, that's, well, we just kind of warm up for a couple minutes before we start the reading, just kind of saying, how was your day? How are you feeling? Da, 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 sort of thing to kind of get a, a, a hold on your vibration. And then we'll go into the reading. So it is completely possible and it's just you know just as we can connect to the internet or to you know we can make calls on cell phones it's possible i do not need you right in front of me to be able to reach you um the other thing is you know in terms of readings to connect to loved ones we have to think this is what i was alluding to earlier they are your loved ones are already aware of the fact that you are thinking about a reading they are already trying to influence you and direct you towards the person that they want you to have the reading through and this is the thing, they might direct you towards a certain medium because they know that they're going to be able to communicate the message in the way that they want you, they want the medium to, or they want you to hear the message. So we have to think that, you know, it's not just like you're showing up for a mediumship reading online and it's totally random. Um, your loved ones have kind of orchestrated and directed that entire thing uh, thus far. And they know that they have to be ready. Okay, I have to be ready to, you know, talk to my granddaughter, talk to my sister, talk to my wife on this day at this time. Um, you know, so that's why I'm so big on intention. Oftentimes before a reading, I'll say, send out your loved one, you know, a special little kind of verbal shout out sometime before a reading and just tell them that you're going to be connecting on this day at this time and um, to bring messages through me. 
as, as, as their medium. So I hope that answers your question. That's a fantastic question. Um, and if you have any more questions just about how that works, I would love to answer other questions about my process and you can always send me a message or an email at any time. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I'm so excited for you to listen in to my interview next week with wonderful medium and animal communicator. I can't wait to introduce her and I will talk to you very soon. Take care. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It was so great to have you here. I love to hear your feedback. So if you have any thoughts or feelings, from today's episode, feel free to share them with me over on Instagram. I hang out over there at Emily the Medium. Send me a message or share with your friends so that they can hear the message as well. Also, I would be so grateful if you could hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. Um, it helps me get my message out to the world. And for that, I am grateful. So thank you. And I will talk to you guys soon.